Ladies and gentlemen, the following is a presentation of Movement Radio. Welcome to an all-new season. Welcome to Are You Ready for Some Football? And now, here are your hosts, Chip Hazard, Talon Williams, and Roger Sahara! Welcome, everybody, to week 12 of the NFL Pick'ems. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams. And I am Roger Sierra. And it should be a pretty interesting week. First of all, everybody, happy Thanksgiving. Um, by the time this is going to drop, it's going to drop on the day of Thanksgiving. So I hope everybody enjoys their turkey and their honey-baked ham and macaroni and cheese and collard greens and beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Let's get going. Let's get started. Let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> We're gonna kick off again with week one, starting with the third or sorry, week eleven, starting with the Thursday nighter. Um, Seahawks pulled away with a victory, uh, twenty-eight to twenty-one, pretty close victory. It now puts the Seattle Seahawks at seven and three on the year. Uh, this game was actually pretty tightly contested. I wasn't really expecting, you know, it to be as close as it was. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be. Um... I thought the Cardinals were going to actually kind of pull away with this. I did too. With how, with how well they've been playing over the last several weeks. Um, but this this game just once again reiterates what we've been saying for the entire season right now. Russell Wilson is the MVP. Yeah. I do think, though, because he had a couple of lackluster performances as of late, especially the past couple of weeks, that his MVP candidacy has probably gone down a bit because a lot of people are throwing Aaron Rodgers' name back into the mix with it. A lot of people are throwing Pat Mahomes' name in the mix. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I really don't see because I think people have figured out Pat Mahomes more now. Um, but yeah, I definitely think Russell is still in the conversation of MVP. I just think Aaron Rodgers is kind of because he's had a few more better performances over the last few weeks. I think it's going to be a closer race than people are expecting it to be. And I think Aaron Rodgers will probably end up getting it depending on how well he is going forward to the next year. But I do feel like Aaron Rodgers has an easier, you know, division than Russell Wilson does. Wouldn't you guys agree? Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah. my, my thing is, um, if Russell Wilson was not on the Seahawks, the Seahawks would not exist. Like nobody would talk about them. There'd be nothing going on with them. Um, literally, he is the MVP for that scene. Like alone, I mean, Aaron Rodgers could not play, and yet the Green Bay Packers wouldn't do as good. But they could still win off a decent, like any average quarterback, because they have Aaron. I mean, uh, Devontae Adams, and they also have Aaron Jones in the backfield. Like, as long as you have a game manager, you should be good to go. Like, there's no. Uh, like, if Russell Wilson's not MVP, there's something going on. Yeah, but I definitely think it's going to be definitely a tight race between those those two, definitely for MVP. Um, we're going to jump on ahead to our Sunday games. Uh, Washington defeated Cincinnati twenty to nine. Um, you know, Washington moves up. I think the whole entire NFC East is three and something. Uh, three, three and seven, three and seven. except for. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, third. yeah, three and seven, except for the Eagles at three, six, and one. 
Um, but, right. but unfortunately, the, the biggest takeaway from this game was the fact that Joe Burrow got hurt, and he's probably going to be out for the rest of the season. No, there's no probably. He's definitely out yeah, the rest he's, of the he's season. Out. And um, they're saying possibly next season he tore his ACL, MCL, his patella tendon. Like, pretty much he just shattered his whole knee and everything that goes around it. That was yeah. a- who was, that, who was that running back from South Carolina that had all that fucked up shit? Happen? Lattimore. Lattimore, yeah. He, man, they he was projected to go like top three in the draft that he he was supposed to come out in. Unfortunately, that leg injury really fucked because he tore everything: ACL, MCL, PCL, DLC, the meniscus, fucking yeah, cartilage. Like, like it, the. There, I'm actually surprised his leg didn't have to get amputated. Like, it's how bad that, that injury was. Well, they thought about doing that. Um, like, that was an actual serious probability. But, I mean, he also got drafted. Um, Did he get drafted? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember who. But, yeah, he got... Um, it was surprising he got drafted. I'm, I'm sure he never played it down in the NFL, though. Or did he play it down in the NFL? Um, yes, he did. He did? Oh, okay. Uh, explosive or as good as he could have been had the injury not occurred, probably. Oh, of course not. He played for the 49ers. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. So he was signed by the 49ers. He was picked 131 overall in the 2013 draft. They signed him to a four-year deal worth $2.4 million. Um, He was placed on uh, IR in August, obviously, and then he retired a year later. That's great. But, but yeah, so say a prayer for Joe Burrow, man. Make sure to see if he he does come back, you know, which he should be back. Hopefully, but we'll definitely keep up with that situation. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow, um, he, he was, you know, the the number 10 uh, in passing stats in the NFL this year. Uh, and obviously, he's gonna that's going to drop now. But uh, just his stats, he uh, 264 completions on 404, uh, 404 attempts with a... Uh, completion percentage of 65.3 he threw 2,688 yards um, 13 touchdowns to 5 interceptions but he was uh, sacked 32 times and his passer rating was 89.8 now he's not the, uh, the most sacked quarterback in the NFL uh, that goes to Russell Wilson, actually, um, who has been sacked 33 times wow. in 10 games. That's, 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 actually, that's bad. Yeah. Well, but then you think, yes, that's bad, but he's also thrown 30 touchdowns, uh, Russell Wilson has. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's high risk, high reward with him. Not most of the time, but on some occasions it's like high risk, high reward, you know, making the play, especially if a pocket collapses and he's got to make the play on the, on the fly, which, you know, which him and Aaron Rodgers, again, are very comparable in that situation. 
Um, so we're going to move on from that game, and we're going to talk about the Saints and the Falcons, 24-9. Saints pick up their eighth win of the year. Falcons are sitting there only at 3-7. and seven. Um, You know, and with the way Tampa Bay's been playing, and we'll get to that game uh, surely, there's a good possibility that New Orleans will probably overtake the number one seed if they're not already the number one seed in the NFC, definitely in the NFC uh, South. Um, well, how would you guys uh, feel about this game, especially with with a, with a Hill at the quarterback position? How did you guys feel? Um, I mean, Taysom Hill was all right. Uh, yeah, he wasn't like blowing anybody out of water. He didn't throw any interceptions. Um, he didn't throw any touchdowns. Everybody else, yeah. Everybody else in uh, that division threw an interception that week. Right. Um, but, except uh, for Taysom Hill. Yeah. But he did run run two of them in, at least. I mean, to be honest, I'm I was actually okay with uh, New Orleans starting Hill over Winston, uh, James Winston because you can't depend on James Winston. I do feel like, but see, but here's the thing. I feel like the offense is more catered to Winston because Winston kind of plays a similar style to Breeze as opposed to. But what I'm saying is that he's a better drop back passer than Taysom Hill, Hill was. You know, um, he's more along that, that line, you know, as far as the drop yep. back passing and being able to be more of a pocket presence. Because when Hill is more of a gadget type player, you know, and anytime a gadget type player is you know, like, like your starting quarterback, you can be a little bit Brett Favre like. And what I mean by that is you can be more gunslinger, you can be more taking the extra chances that you probably don't need to take. Um, you know, James Winston, he'll stay in the pocket, he'll run when he needs to run. Um, you know, but you know, I just feel like could the game, I think either way, I mean, either way, it didn't matter if it was Winston or if it was Hill. The, the, the Saints are going to win this game because the Falcons are absolutely atrocious right now. I don't believe that. I think if Winston started, they would have lost the game. I, I, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. I, th- I do think, you see, I, I definitely think we don't give New Orleans defense enough credit as well. I mean, granted, it's not like, I mean, it's not like, it's not like the Falcons, again, the Falcons have too many great weapons on that offense that only scored nine points. You know what I mean? I mean, that's because Julio Jones was non-existent again. Uh, again. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but look at look at this. Go back to last year when Breeze got hurt. And look at um. <laughs> what just happened? My phone fell. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, when Teddy Bridgewater came in and won five, uh, five, five. No, 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 no. But. Go back to that first game that Bridgewater started and look at his stats and compare those stats to Taysom Hill's game this week. And you'll see that they're, they were very similar. Um, Teddy Bridgewater did not play like really good his first start, but he picked up from there. And I think that's what's going to happen with Taysom Hill. You're going to see... You know, that first game, it, he was more of a game manager. Um, you know, he didn't blow anybody out of the water, per se. Uh, but ne- this this coming week, uh, when they play... Let's see, who do the Saints have this week coming up? Uh, 
uh, they play Denver, you're going to see probably uh, Taysom Hill play better than he did. Uh, and it's just kind of finding that, that groove because he is that gadget player for the Saints where he'll line up as a running back or a tight end or a right a receiver or whatnot. Right. So yeah. I just think I think he'll you'll see him get better. Yeah. I hope he does. I mean he's really he's uh, he's almost become a uh, almost like a folk hero in New in, in New Orleans. Uh, you know, as well you know, Oh, yeah. And I, I, I heard somebody, I can't remember who it was, it was probably Skip Bayless, uh, comparing Taysom Hill to Tim Tebow. And I'm looking, I'm thinking, I'm like, I mean, are you looking in terms of athleticism? Are you looking in terms of just, you know, making plays or, or anything like that? Because, I mean, I can make the case that Taysom Hill is way more accurate than Tim Tebow was, you know. Um, I, I can make the case that Taysom Hill because the whole thing with Tim Tebow was that he didn't want to do all the extra stuff. He wanted to play quarterback, and that was it. Where Hill would be like, put me anywhere, coach. You know, just let me play, you know. And I think that's what makes him better in the long run, you know. So even if it doesn't work out for him as quarterback, you can still put him at receiver. You can still put him in it, you know. You know, one of the gunners on the outside on the, on the special teams unit. Like, I mean, dude can do it all. Dude's a very the, the, the all-purpose player, if you will. Um... But we're going to go from to the very next game. I mean, we really don't need to talk about this next one if you guys really don't want to. Pittsburgh, 10-0 against Jacksonville, 27-3. Jacksonville's won. Do, do y'all even want to talk about this? No, not really. Not really. There's nothing really to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's not any reason to do. <laughs> um, yes. Other than... <laughs> other than... Uh, for whatever reason... And we'll get into that uh, when we talk about week 12 and our, get our picks in there. But for whatever reason, they're, the Jaguars are uh, going to start Mike Lennon? Yeah, I seen that earlier today, and I was like, really? Yeah. The $22 million man <laughs> who didn't live up to a damn penny? Yeah. But anyway. All right, so we'll go from that atrocity of Jacksonville to the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots. Houston won 27 to 20. Um, you know, anytime you get a win over the Patriots, it's all, and, a, and a Bill Belichick-led defense is always a good thing. Uh, Chip, your Houston Texans came away with a victory. How do you feel? Uh, I feel good. I, I was wrong. I had the um, the Patriots pegged to win this one. Um, so I, I will happily tell everybody I was wrong. Right. Um, but I don't think it changes much for the Texans. Um, still not going to get a playoff spot. Still not going to get a first round pick. Still probably going to lose uh, JJ Watt. Uh, so it, it just doesn't, you know. In terms of I don't rebuild, know. it's it's not something you want it, to. It's it's hard for any team that's going through a rebuild. You know, I mean, we've all yeah. Every it, one of our our sports teams at one point or another has had a rebuilding phase and it's some dark times you know but sometimes the dark times are even more fun to watch than the uh you know the good times um yeah uh what what's ironic is um all three of my major sports teams are going through a rebuild right now the the texans the rockets and the astros 
but but, 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 I, but but we can say that over the last five years, your team's won. Uh, your, your your one of your teams has won a championship. So you know, make that argument. You, what was it? Twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen when the Astros won the World Series? 20, 2017. Right. Yeah. But wasn't that taken away from them for cheating? Uh, it was not no, taken away from them. Thank no. you. Which I still, I mean, hell, it's it's the year 2020. People are going to still sign regardless of, you know. Yeah. Whether you do it technologically or you do it manually, it doesn't matter. You're still st- stealing signs. But, hell, every fucking body steals signs. I guarantee you, this week alone in the NFL, there have been so many signs stolen and no one's giving a shit. Like, my thing in baseball, like, stealing signs, I mean, baseball is one of the sports that's, like, the biggest, like, use of pattern so all you have to do is watch film on the team yeah like once but well once but like watch one game like two or three times and you recognize the signs and it's not even stealing as you're just doing film study yeah as other sports call it, it's film study but and baseball is called sign stealing yeah, so well, well, kind of right. like the whole thing if you steal from one person it's plagiarism if you steal from many it's research <laughs> exactly so anyway but yeah um so we jump from that game to the next one. Cleveland Browns at seven and three, beating the fucking Eagles, <laughs> twenty-two to seventeen. You know, maybe the Browns could be a dark horse team to sneak in there at that number six or number seven spot in the AFC. That could be a possibility. Uh, so if the uh, if the playoffs were to happen today, they they would actually get a wild card. Um, spot so it would be uh, everybody to make the playoffs would be the Eagles, the Cardinals the Raiders, the Bucks uh, Indianapolis the Seahawks Green Bay, Tennessee, Buffalo the Rams, Kansas City New Orleans and Pittsburgh if the uh, playoffs were to start today Um, so Raj, did you, uh, I mean, my God, Philadelphia is, how, how long do we have to, I mean, I I think we had this conversation earlier, earlier, a couple weeks ago, you know, even, and I know Philadelphia's going through a whole lot of injuries too, but when is, when are we going to sit there and say Carson Wentz might be the problem? Um, when they have a, when they're good offensive line is in there and they're having great pockets and then Carson Wentz makes stupid mistakes and can't win games but he has nobody protecting him like my thing is like a quarterback's only as good as his line because if he doesn't have time to play he can't make plays Right. and I mean I'm not saying Carson Wentz is great or anything but he's definitely better than his performances right now because of him not being able to actually get a good pocket. Like, they almost still won the game, which is ridiculous to me. Right. Whoa, hey. I'm bad. I guess I should have <laughs> Uh-oh, I've been discovered. <laughs> Snake. 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 All right. All right, so that's it. Um, so we're going to jump from that one to the next one. Carolina picks up their fourth win of the year against the lonely Detroit Lions. 20 to nothing. It was the only shutout of the week. Um, you know, I, in a 
way, I kind of feel bad for Detroit. I mean, like, my God. I like, don't. How? Man, I don't know. Man. How how many losing seasons are the Lions going to have before they say, you know what, maybe we need to figure some shit out? Well, the only way that's going to work is if they get a new owner. Right. Because... <laughs> This team's been garbage for a long time, and they have some great talent. Like, they wasted Megatron. Yeah, they did absolutely. Yeah, I mean, when was the last time the the Lions were good? Two thousand eleven, maybe. Last time they made the playoffs, wasn't it? Two thousand eleven. Uh, they <laughs> lost in the first. I think they lost in the wild cards uh, round to the Packers or the Eagles. I can't remember exactly what one. Uh, they made it to the postseason in 2016. They made it to the postseason in 2016. Okay. Yes. Okay. Then there, there's. What, the, was, uh, was was Megatron with Ant in 2016, or did he already leave no. at this point? He was he was done by then. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was he was young. Uh, he was like. 30, 31, something like that when he when he got out. He was there for the twenty fourteen run, and that's when he retired after that. If I'm looking at this correctly, let me double check. Yep, twenty fourteen was their final run with him. Then they made it in twenty sixteen. But um if we look from twenty ten to twenty twenty, so ten seasons. They have made the playoff three times. Three times since Matthew Stafford's been the quarterback, or three times in the past? Since, three since, times in the last ten years. Yeah, which uh, is Matt Stafford was technically there, but he played three games because I'm pretty sure that's when he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Right. I just it, it's just it's it's kind of depressing in a way. Like you've been a team, you know. Like I can understand like if you're like. Get like a close to like five, like, like what, what was that 10 year span? Like, if it was like a over 500, was it was a sub 500? Like, did you get like two, three lucky seasons in there? It's like, man, which I can't say shit because you know, Miami's had you know some pretty lousy seasons too. Which I think every team has that lousy season, especially teams that go and then maybe they have the Super Bowl slump where they make it there. Remember the, the, the uh, Carolina Panthers? They went 15-1, and one, made it to the Super Bowl, lost to the uh, Denver Broncos. The following year, they didn't even make I don't even think they made the playoffs the following year. So, so uh, you know, every team goes through, you know, the slump, and every team has to go through the bullshit. Um, but we'll definitely talk about that particular game here in a minute. I know the one you're fixing to uh, so let's jump to this next one. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The first of two overtime games that took place: the Tennessee Titans and the Baltimore Ravens. Titans pulled it out. Now they're seven. No, they won 30 to 24. Um, Titans are now three, uh, seven and three. Baltimore again it has not been the dominant team that we thought that they were going to be, like they were last year. So, you know. Is it is is it is it a case of Tennessee won this game or Baltimore losing the game? Which one is it? Um, Tennessee won that game. Um, yeah, but I still say the overtime rules are trash. Yes, they are. They are. <laughs> I agree, hundred percent. But um, but no, um, Tennessee definitely played a better game. Um, 
obviously they won, so they technically won. But I mean, no, um, they kept uh, the Ravens' running game to a minimum again. Between the four people running, there was only 129 yards between four of them, right. all four of them. Um, and I'm pretty sure Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry alone, got more than them combined. So. Um, no, but they, they have to come up with a new strategy with Lamar Jackson. He can't, they can't depend on his running to be the end all be all. Like they have to make plays where he has better pocket protection so he can get the ball down the field more. And then from there, they can incorporate, uh, run plays with him, but not have it be a dependent kind of but thing. See, I, that's, but that's one thing I think. I think that Baltimore has become so dependent on Lamar Jackson doing the things that he's doing, they, other teams and other defenses have they've already figured him out already, you know, and instead of trying to, I guess, reinvent the wheel, if you will, they're trying to continuously go forward with the game plan that they've already set forward in motion, and teams are already catching up to it, and it's like, it's almost like, it's almost like they don't know how to adjust. No, they don't. Um... Which, I mean, that's on the coaching staff. Yeah, I agree. Like, that's not the player's fault. I mean, I mean, the player. Yeah, I know. But isn't that situation where, um, like, it's the coach's decision, but the player should know when to take over the game in that kind of sense? Um, like, the worst thing they're going to do is what? Sit you? And if you're winning, they're known to sit you down. So, right. you make plays, you stay on the field. Yeah. But again, is it, but, and I'll go to the with this. Do you think that this is a situation where everyone's figured him out and he's no longer that 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 dynamic player that everyone believed that he was? Or is this a situation of just he, he's maybe resting on his laurels a little bit to his past, you know, experiences and some stuff? Maybe he feels like he don't need to change his style because it worked in the past. Uh, no, I, I think they need to change the scheme up a little bit, though. Uh, like Roger said, and stop relying so much on him to run. Uh, I, look back at when Deshaun Watson uh, first came into the league. He relied a lot on his legs, right? right? And now look at him. He doesn't rely so much on his legs. Like, when he scrambles, it means something. Where when when he first came into the league, he was just kind of scrambling to yeah. scramble. Uh, and, and I think that uh, Lamar needs to get into that routine as well. Like, don't, don't rely so much on your legs. Like, trust in your arm. Trust in your vision. And... You know, make make the plays through the air that you need to make. There was plenty of times in this Tennessee game where he had wide open receivers and ran for whatever reason. So that also uh, kind of goes back. He's been in the league what three years now? Two or three years now? Yeah. Yeah. Three. Third. Third year, and I believe. He should already be adapted to reading defenses better you know I mean most of the time especially if you break away from a pocket most of the time yeah I mean you have your your normal routes that you're going to run 
but they always throw in, you know, hey, this route doesn't work, hit this route, or if this route's not working out, go to the next route, you know, if, if, you, if, you cover, if they're covering, if they're covering down below, look, we'll go over top and try to burn, you know, there's always something that you can do to counterbalance whatever the defense has, and I feel like maybe he hasn't, he doesn't grasp the concept of audible too much, because I mean, anytime, I mean, how many times do have we been watching a game with Peyton Manning as the quarterback, and he would literally change the game plan. He, he literally changed the play like three, four times before they even get the snap off. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson needs to be Peyton Manning, but what I am saying is that he needs to be able to scope out read defenses better, and when things don't go awry, he needs to not push the ball or force the ball, but he needs to make better decisions. And I feel like he doesn't make the right decisions in the right moment. I mean, the, clearly the game he had, the game that the Baltimore Ravens had against the Pittsburgh Steelers proved that. So, but we're going to go from... Right. Uh, I, I just think that he... he he's too afraid to kind of call his own audible uh it's whatever john harbaugh says uh like whatever play he calls is the play he runs uh no matter what whereas you know your other quarterbacks that are good quarterbacks whether their coach calls for uh, a run play if they see a wide open receiver they're gonna make that pa- that that pass right and uh Lamar Jackson I, I think whatever the coach calls is what he does no matter what yeah it, it could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing it, it it it's kind of I think what separates him from being a great quarterback absolutely um so we're gonna jump from that game to a game which was a little bit closer than a lot of, a lot of us definitely wanted we didn't think so the la Chargers against the new york jets 34 to 28 the jets are 0 and 10 for the first time in their franchise's history um la's you know la's doing what la can do right now they got injuries they got players you know not living up, but although I will say Justin Herbert is making, still making a good case right now for rookie of the year. At this rate, he will be because uh, Burrow's out. You know, so yeah. he's going to go to a quarterback. Yeah. Even though the Burrow of- was Burrow was hands down rookie of the year. Uh, oh, oh no! If we're talking quarterbacks, oh quarterback, if we're yes, talking quarterbacks, yes, Burrow quarterback was hands yes. down. Uh, rookie of the year because that's let's let's be honest that's who they give it to yeah which is stupid because Clyde Edwards Hilaire is definitely having a better season Chase Claypool Chase Claypool yes they may give it to him this year I mean yeah you always want to see you know other players aside from the quarterback get it but I mean hell that was no more truer than last season I don't think anybody thinks that Kyler Murray deserved to be rookie of the year if you want to debate whether or not it should have been Josh Jacobs or AJ Brown then that's for a different debate, but it shouldn't have been Kyle Murray. And it I shouldn't think have been. Justin Hubert continues to do what he does. Then yeah, I can see him being clearly since Joe Burrow is out, the, you know, the one. But like what you said, Claypool's still up there. Uh, 
Clyde is still up there too. Like there's a whole lot of great, you know, players that rookie players that are still in the running. Poor New York Jets, man. They 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 can't catch a break, man. I mean, they put up 20. I mean, they put up 28 on them, but I mean, it, it just wasn't worth it. You know, wasn't wasn't for them. You know, so they're they're taking for Trevor. Trevor exactly. Although Trevor, I don't need that. Although Trevor, I mean, because I mean, didn't we? Didn't one of us report like you get they get like an extra year of eligibility due to the COVID situation? Yeah, the NCAA allowed them. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure Trevor Lawrence is gonna be like, wait a second. So you mean to tell me I could either be, I can either go back to Clemson for one more year, or I can play for the New York Jets? Hey, Dabo, I'm coming back. (laughs) You know, and I'm sure Justin Fields will probably feel the exact same way. But you know, we'll see what happens. Um, So anyway, from that game, we go to a game, and this motherfucker's gonna rub it in my face. Denver Broncos beat the Miami Dolphins 20 to 13. Uh yeah, <laughs> and they bent Tua, and they, and they, and they bent Tua. Tua. They went back to Ryan Fitzpatrick, so you know, and he threw an interception. Yeah, so go ahead, Roger. Yeah. This is your time to glow, man. Go ahead, glow. You put you put I mean, up twenty I'm... on the you put up twenty on the on the on the on the number one scoring defense. This is your time to glow. Well, well, if you remember, I actually picked Miami to win this game. Sure did. We yeah. all picked Miami to win this game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, Drew Lock didn't throw more than one interception. I guess that's the reason why we won. No, this game was actually surprisingly um, the running back by committee. Uh, Melvin Gordon is going to get all the recognition because he got the touchdowns, but he only had two more yards than Patrick Lindsay. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish I, I wish I could be happy about the fact, you know, I can't be happy right now at this point. But, but why did they take two out is my question. Um, maybe because he wasn't playing as good as he, he, he was the last two weeks, maybe. Um, I mean, 11, 11 for 20, 83 yards and yeah, a touchdown. I mean, 83 yards is what people are going to look at. Yeah, he got the, he got a touchdown, but they're going to look at the 83 yards. Like, hold on, for the past two weeks, he was going up 200 and something yards. What's, what's changed, you know? You know. I mean, Brian Fitzpatrick was 12 for 18 for 117 in interception. I'd rather take the guy that had the touchdown instead of the guy yeah. with the interception. You 100 right? You know, or maybe, <laughs> or maybe it was a, I don't know, maybe it was a deal where two of us, maybe they realized like, hey, this could be you. And I really hope this doesn't start a fucking quarterback controversy where, where it's like, motherfuckers, you tanked for Tua, you got Tua. Now, you know, if this is what, if he is the future of your franchise, you've already made the decision to go with him. You're gonna, you, need, you need to stay with him because you already made that decision. You know, even if the even if the better decision is to stay with Fitzpatrick, you made this decision. This is the, this is the bed you made. You got to lay in, you know, and then the fans got to suffer for it. But anyway, so we're going to move on from that game to the next game, the Dallas Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. Cowboys pull off the win 31-28 in a very, very close, very, very highly contested contest. So now everybody in the NFC East is now three and have have they all have three wins. You know, the Eagles have these are three, six, and one. The Giants, the Redskins, and the Cowboys are now three and seven. I think we can honestly say this um. is probably the worst division in the history of the NFL 
Has to be. Like, I can't think of any other division in any other year that was worse than these teams are right now. If you know one, um, if you can find one, tell me. Because I'd really like to know who's worse than these four teams are right now in in divisions. Uh, I, I, I got nothing for you. Exactly. I mean, credit to them for, for beating, you know, Minnesota, but... I mean, golly, Minnesota still put up, you know, 28 on them. Minnesota's also still got Dalvin Cook, um, you know, which I know he's helping somebody's fantasy team right now. Um, Yeah, I mean, this was just a game where, like, I don't think either defense came to play, honestly. Um, no. Um, I mean, I didn't even watch the game because, like, every other day I was getting from it was just – so bad, like it right. Uh, I mean, Andy Dalton is through three touchdowns with so Kirk Cousins. So, yay! Uh, I mean, Zeke still had no no touchdown. Uh, Mari Cooper, no touchdown. Did CD Lamb do anything? Uh, I mean- uh, C.D. Lamb is the one that got the touchdown, but he only had 34 yards. Uh, I mean, Dalvin Cook ran for 115, had a touchdown. Adam Thielen got two touchdowns, 123 yards. Uh, Justin Jefferson got a touchdown, 86 yards. Um, he's actually a rookie that people are sleeping on. Like, he's actually really good. He plays for a bad team, but he's actually really good. But, um, real quick, um, Sort of breaking news. Um, Dallas Cowboys strength and conditioning coach Marcus Paul sadly passed away today um, at the age oh, of 54. Wow, that's crazy. How old yeah. um, oh, wow. um, They haven't really uh, released the reason of his passing or anything like that, but um, they did make a statement. Um, his family made a statement saying that. Um, that he was surrounded by lots of love. His wife and his children were there with him. Um, his father and siblings and uh, nieces were flying in that morning. Um, so he was he passed away with his loved ones, which I mean, very painful thing for to live in, but um, obviously a good thing for him and his passing that he got to be with his family. Uh, you know, it's very. Um, this year is very hard and then something like that happening is hard alone Um, the Cowboys organization alone is going through some tough times and uh, apparently he was like one of the most loved coach like he brought an energy and a love and had the utmost respect from the players management and um, the coaches but obviously something like this especially with him having a game on Thanksgiving day um, I mean a 24-hour turnaround. I, I don't know how it's going to affect them, but obviously they're not going to be playing with a clear mind or anything like that. Yeah, man, rest in peace to him. You know, I mean, it's, it's hard, especially this time, this time of year, especially you know, with the holidays coming up and Thanksgiving, Christmas. I mean, it's, it's 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 always sad when anybody passes away. Um, you know, so prayers yeah. for his family, prayers for the organization. Just you know, you hate to hear anything. Another game that went, went into overtime, Indianapolis Colts and the Green Bay Packers, and Indy pulled it off, 34-31. to 
both teams now sit uh, seven and three. And uh, I mean, this this was very very highly contested. Like if you had told me that it would go into overtime first of all, and that the Colts would pull out the victory, uh, I would have been like, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the nod to Aaron Rodgers, you know, over Philip Rivers most the the majority of the time I am. Uh, looks like I was in the minority. Well, I'm pretty sure we all. So what? We all picked. I'm pretty sure we all picked uh, we all Green picked Bay Green for Bay. this one too, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, had, I had some. They had some people say this was the game of the week. It was. It was. It was. It was a tie, it was a tie between this one and you know, anytime over any game, any game goes into overtime, people are gonna say, "Oh, man, it was game of the week because it was so you know highly contested and blah 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 blah." Um. So, I mean, I could make. I mean, I could venture a guess to say that Arizona and Cincinnati was game of the week, but I digress. Um, well, Arizona, 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 Arizona Natty, Natty, but yeah, it's okay. I was looking. <laughs> it, it 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 jumps to, it jumps to uh, the Sunday games. I was looking at the I was looking at Thursday and then it scrolled up. But anyway, so what was your takeaway from this game, Green Bay and Indianapolis? Um, the defense, uh, Indianapolis defense, definitely played. Like they played almost a, almost a perfect game on a way to contain and keep it close. Uh, yes, um, yeah, they gave us yeah. one points, but they could have gave up a lot more to Aaron Rodgers. So I don't think um, the line gets no, like love, yeah. I think they got one of the best offensive lines in the game right now. Who is? Their 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 line uh, does not get as much love as it should. Uh, you yeah, sure about that? They, they don't get nearly as much love as they should. You know, very few. I mean, if we could say Philadelphia has the worst, I can definitely say that Indianapolis has at least a top five O, o- line. A top, Ooh. yes, absolutely. Uh, that's yeah, a hot take uh, right I, there. Indianapolis has a top five O line. Honestly, I, I, I do believe that. Mm. According to, hell, if you believe everything you think that uh, Pro Football Focus says, which. That's hitting this because it's all. Yeah, I mean, that's all logistics and bullshit anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, hell, they said the Dallas Cowboys have the number one off- offensive line. Like, really? If they no, no, absolutely not. Because uh, <laughs> if they had the best offensive line, Andy Dalton wouldn't have gotten his bell rung fifteen times. Um, but yeah, for me, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, like for me, I think that you know. Indy has a great open offensive line. But anyway, go ahead, continue. I didn't even cut you off. Well, no, I was just saying, like, the, uh, uh, Indianapolis defense played really well. They, they contained as best they could to keep it, the game as close as possible. Because, um, I mean, they didn't really think that their defense was good enough to stop Aaron Rodgers from going all over the place with them. But, I mean... Overall, it was a it was a good game. Uh, it's not my game of the week, but I mean, I can see how people say that. All right, so we're gonna go from that one to the main event, the Sunday Nighter between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders. Kansas City wins 35-31. What the hell was up with <laughs> Denver's defense? For whatever reason, played like shit. Denver's defense. defense. Damn it, Vegas' defense. <laughs> it's been a long fucking night. <laughs> anyway, 
but yeah, um, Vegas's defense played like shit. Um, you know, you know the touchdown at the very end with Mahomes, you know, going in pretty much the, a wide open person in the end zone. Um, you know, this game was—I mean, this game was a complete opposite of their game from earlier this year. Well, remember we talked about it. Um, they. Raiders, we all were going to pick the Raiders until we found out that like seven of the players is on the COVID list right. and didn't get to play, including right. two that started almost one. Yeah, so that just shows how good that defense really it is, to be honest. Um, as being more vulnerable, or does it show Kansas City as being able to adapt to, you know, people's perception of them? You know what I mean? Like, no, I think I think it shows how one how good the Raiders really actually are into how um, I'm not going to say vulnerable uh, Kansas City is but um, how um, the word I'm looking for uh, how easy it is to pick up on what they're going to do I'm not going to say they're they're really predictable but um, the Raiders obviously have figured out the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I mean, they do play them two times a year. They've played Patrick Mahomes six, six or seven times now. So they sort of like they understand him pretty well. But the, to initiate gameplay, um, keep it consistent, and to keep these games like this. Like, I mean, really, if I I believe if they had their full defensive uh, starters that they were missing. Uh, oh, they would have won this game. They would have won that game and probably better than the first game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean it would, I think it would still been close. I don't think it would have been a blowout, but I do think it would definitely have been a close game. Uh, I think it would probably have been the same score just flipped in a different direction. Maybe. Maybe. No. Yeah. no, I think the Raiders would have won by more. I think they would have won by, two t- by more than a touchdown. All right, so again, Kansas City sits at nine and one on the year, second place in the AFC, and then now the Monday Nighter between the Los Angeles Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, this is my game of the week. Twenty-four. LA pulls out the victory. Man, this game was incredible. I mean. If you had a chance, I, unfortunately, I didn't get. I mean, I didn't. I didn't watch the game as it happened. I ended up watching the uh, the highlights. But even the highlights, I was like, man, like this was something different. Um, just a great game all around. How did you guys feel about it? I mean, I I, I love this game. Um, we talked about it um, on Tuesday in the chat. Uh, I said this team, it, the offense, it, the offense's chemistry is so organic. Jared Goff, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods just play so amazing together. Uh, I mean, Cooper Cup, 11 catches for 145 yards. Robert Woods, 12 catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Just between those two guys, like that, uh, and Jared Goff threw for 376, so 275 of them went to two guys. I mean, right. That's that just shows like you obviously know those those are the top two receivers. Obviously, you know, but the, those little plays they were like if you watch that game, even if you look at the highlights and you see how they made the plays, like Robert Woods would come back, 
um, when he saw Jared Goff couldn't find somebody, so he'd right. make his own play. And then Cooper Cup would make an inside-outside cut um, and break off easily, and he would sit in the spot, like, right as Jared Goff was throwing. So, like, he knew when the ball was coming to him. Like, they just had this, like, amazing chemistry together. I, like, that's some of the best football to watch when stuff like that happens. Uh, I mean, and Jared Goff did outplay Tom Brady. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Jared Goff did outplay Tom Brady with 376 yards and three touchdowns. Did throw two interceptions, though, but, I mean, so did Brady. Brady threw two interceptions and two touchdowns. He threw for two 216, so, um, you know. It's because he was getting but, hit but all you day. you know what, though? It's the most productive Antonio Brown's been all year with eight receptions for 50 seven yards even though he didn't score a touchdown in that game that was mostly Godwin and Evans um and we actually had a Gronk sighting for the first time in a couple of games you know he actually had two receptions for 25 yards um but yeah but I mean yeah with, with the Rams just coming in there I, they had that never say die attitude just wanting you know I mean when you throw to Cooper Crump you know 11 times for 145 yards and then Robert Woods 12 times for 130 yards of a touchdown like that's I mean that's impressive you know to get those two guys over like that I mean that's very very impressive so now that that's all said and done looking back on it um, you know we all have our we're going to be talking about now the week 12 power rankings that just came out and as always ladies and gentlemen we only do the top 10 we don't yep. do the whole 32 because we ain't got the time to uh, <laughs> Although I will, well, hold on. Before okay. we get there, uh, before we get there, I do want to say you were talking about um, yeah. offensive yeah. lines, right? Uh, I I can I can see where you you might be able to your argument about Indy having the best. Philip Rivers has only been sacked nine times all season. He started yes. every game. <laughs> Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's uh, other quarterbacks that have been sacked less. Um, there have, but I mean, like Andy Dalton, but he hasn't played. He's only played five games. Uh, you know, there, there's a handful that have played less games and been sacked right. less. But for somebody that's played every game, uh, he's only been sacked nine times. And then uh, next up would be Ben Roethlisberger, who's only been sacked uh, right, ten yeah. times. So. so yeah, so Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, definitely. Pittsburgh obviously has a great offensive line. Hardly anybody's coming to Ben and touching Ben. But even then, I mean, Ben's so jacked and huge, he'll be fine regardless. You know, he's just a big motherfucker. You know, he's a seven foot twelve quarterback. But anyway, so. Right, and the most sacked quarterback in the league is Carson Wentz because he's got no offensive line. Right. That being said, though, we are going to discuss power rankings for Week 12. Here are the top 10. At number 10, the Tennessee Titans. At number 9, the Los Angeles Rams. At number 8, the Indianapolis Colts. At number 7, the Seattle Seahawks. At number 6, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number 5, the Buffalo Bills. Number 4, the Green Bay Packers. Number 3, the New Orleans Saints. Number 2, the Kansas City Chiefs. And number 1 is the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, any changes you guys would make to this list? May, uh, 
first of all, what power I'm rankings are you reading? reading? ESPN yeah, power for rankings. <laughs> okay. Do you have a different power um, ranking system? And the reason, well, the reason I ask is because I've seen earlier the the actual NFL okay. power rankings it's so much does different. not have Pittsburgh at number one. They have Kansas City at number one, and I think that is idiotic. Although I did see something on um, – because uh, I don't get to watch it live as it happens because I'm mostly at work and I normally keep up with stuff, you know, through stuff that you guys send me through the uh, chat and I also look up stuff um, on my lunch breaks. Um, I say lunch breaks, my my, my two 10 minutes and my, and my actual 30 minute lunch um, where I'm looking up like different sports related stuff, especially like first take and uh, Stephen A. Smith actually said something that Pittsburgh does not deserve to be the number one team because Four, he said four simple words. Who have they beaten? Yeah, and that's what Everybody I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah. I mean, he, he, you, had, you had Ryan Clark on there holding up a Super Bowl trophy. Looking at him, he's like, mm-hmm. He, calls, he says that they're overrated because who have they beaten, blah, 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 blah. Then that they haven't played any real teams or anything like that. And it's like, really? I mean, for somebody who was a big, you know, Ben Roethlisberger fan, you know, someone who, you know. But anyway, I don't know. That being said, though, where do you guys stand on these current rankings? I, I think I think they got it right with Pittsburgh being um, number one. I can make the case. I think New Orleans can be two, and Kansas City be three. I think them two could be interchangeable. Yes, um, I can see that. Um, I can see the Bills over the Packers. Yeah, I'd say the Bills over the Packers. Uh, Seattle definitely over Tampa Bay. Um, why the hell is Tampa Bay still that high up? Winter seven and four. Uh, because Brady is their quarterback. That's all that people look at. So my thing also is, um, I dropped I dropped the uh, Bucks down to number ten. Pretty much move everybody up uh, behind them. Um, the Ravens are actually number eleven yeah. at six and four. Uh, the audacity to not put L.A. At number eleven, and uh, LA, uh, Las Vegas. When Las Vegas is actually being more competitive and beating team, like they're playing better than the Ravens definitely I, are right now. I would still put Arizona above uh, Vegas. I would still put. I would. Yeah. I mean, I would too. I'm just saying that I'd put Baltimore over Las Vegas is right. disrespectful. But yeah, I would definitely put Arizona over. I mean, I Arizona. Um, I'd actually put Arizona in the top 10 and take Tampa Bay out. I think, I mean, me personally, I'd have it Steelers 1, the Saints 2, Chiefs 3, the the Packers 4, Bills 5. I would go probably the Rams at 6. No, no, Seahawks at 6, Rams at 7. Colts at eight, the Titans at nine, and probably Tampa Bay at ten. I probably put them right. I put them right there at ten. No, no, no. no. I can't leave them. At, I I can't do that when Arizona is playing. I would have Arizona. I mean, I have Arizona at strong team. right there, right there, right above, right below them. No, I I take Tampa Bay out. Um, 
I'd put I'd put Cardinals at ten. So my my top ten would be um, Steelers, Saints, uh, Chiefs, Bills, then the Packers at a five. So then Seattle, uh, Rams, Colts, Titans, then Cardinals, then Vegas, so we then agree Tampa on Bay. Top nine pretty much. <laughs> Um, I mean, you had, you had the Packers over the Bills. Yeah, Packers I put the Bills over the Packers. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I'd take Tampa Bay completely out and put Cardinals in there. What's that you, Chip? Uh, I'd probably have it uh, Steelers at one, Saints at two, Chiefs at three. Here's I'm going to blow your mind. Rams oh, wow. okay. at four. Buffalo 5, Tennessee 6, Green Bay 7, Seattle 8, uh, Vegas 9, oh, Arizona put, 10. Uh, Tampa then, would they be in your uh, 11, 12 spot? Tampa, yeah, they're they're okay. out of the top 10 for me. Okay. All right. Well, ladies so. and gentlemen, that is it for the uh, week 12 power the week 11 and then week 12 power rankings when we come right back from this commercial break we'll be going over our week 12 predictions but first a word from our sponsor Hey everybody, this is Talon Williams from Movement Radio and I want to talk about a very special offer that my buddy Sean Thompson has given away for you guys with Thompson Personal Training. Now I've been working with Sean for the past couple of weeks, been working out, been working on cardio, working on cardiovascular stuff, boxing, in-ring stuff, and dude is the truth. He is going to give you guys the best possible workout you can possibly ask for. And if you guys want to take advantage of this deal, check him out on Facebook. He is giving away one month. All you got to do is sign up for three months and you get the fourth month absolutely free. So check him out on Facebook, Sean Thompson, or go to Thompson's Personal Training on Facebook and see what it's all about. Now, back to the show. And welcome back from that commercial break. Uh, appreciate Sean over there at Thompson Personal Training for sponsoring us uh, for as long as he has. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely thank him for that. Absolutely. But we're going to go ahead and jump right into the thick of things here. And uh, we've got three Thursday Thursday games um, on the lineup. Uh, no, we we'll don't. go ahead and let you know now one has been pushed to Sunday. Um, but lame. we'll still, yeah, very lame. Uh, we'll, we'll still give our predictions on it as if it was a Thursday game, but it will be played on Sunday now. Uh, first up, we've got the 12.30 p.m. Eastern time slot, the Houston Texans at the Detroit Lions. What say you, gentlemen? I'm going to go with Houston to win this game. Um, I mean, yeah, Detroit, They all, everybody in Detroit gets up for the Thanksgiving game because it's like one of the biggest games, one of Detroit's biggest games of the year. Hell, they, they're not going to make the Super Bowl, so hey, why not give them Thanksgiving? Um, <laughs> that being said, though, I think Houston, I think Houston got a little bit of a momentum boost when they beat New England, and I think that Detroit is just down in the dumps right now. I mean, yeah, they may get up for this game, but I still think Houston's going to pull the win. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Houston too. Um, I mean, I think I think they're a better overall team than the Lions to begin with. Um, I know the records don't show that, but I just think they're a better team overall. Um, yeah, Houston. And I mean, Detroit just got shut out, and they also pretty much have. I don't understand how their head coach is a defensive guy, and they don't have a defense. Exactly. Um, I I also uh, am going to go against my laurels and choose Houston here, um, just because I uh, I never want to go for the homer pick, but I I truly believe that Houston is going to win this game. Uh, and I think it's going to be an atrocity if they do not. Right. I had somebody tell me this, like Talon. I don't understand why you, why you sometimes pick Houston to win. You would, I mean, you would think that you would want them to lose, simply because you know the worse the Houston Texans are, the better your chance of getting a pick. And I'm like, dude, the Houston Texans are three and seven right now. Even if we, even if they finish out, you know, eight and eight at the end of the year, we're still going to get a top. 15 pick so we'll be yeah right now you're sitting at uh, you're getting the number nine pick right which is fine you know um i mean hell i'm just happy we get two picks in the first round you know so hey count your blessings you know but yeah so i think we're all in agreement houston to win this one correct yes um next up the uh 4 30 p.m slot is assigned to the washington football team they're gonna play at Dallas. This is this is man, <laughs> golly, this is a <sighs> two bad teams, man. Two teams that are just horrible, horrible right now. And like my, my like my brain's telling me go with Dallas because it's at home. It's Thanksgiving. Dallas always gets up for Thanksgiving. But at the same time, I don't think that, especially on the defensive side, I don't think that Dallas is as good as they should be, especially against Washington. Now, Washington doesn't have a blow-away offense, even with Alex Smith. They don't have a great offense. But their defense is a whole lot better than the Dallas offense right now, unless somehow Andy Dalton and, C- and, uh, and uh, Lamb can somehow get on you know, you know, the same page and Amari Cooper. But... If, if, if Dallas is going to win this game, they got to go through Zeke. they got to go through Zeke. But you know Mike McCarthy ain't going to go for that because Mike McCarthy don't like running backs. Sorry. Um, I mean, I'm right. <laughs> you know what? Just for shits and giggles, I'm going to go with Washington. I'll say Washington pulls out the win. Um, I'm going to go seriousness and go for Washington. I, I was, I've got Washington winning this game as well. Yeah. I mean, Dallas is in shambles. Ain't no telling what they're going to do with Dak. You know, when Dak comes back, is Jerry Jones going to, you know, give him his deal, or is he going to seek his fortunes elsewhere? He's going to go to the Jets. Oh, God, I hope not. They make a lot of money to lose. God, I hope not. I really hope not. I really hope Dak don't go to the Jets. Why? It's your favorite team. Fuck the Jets. Fuck the Jets in the ass with a rubber hose, no Vaseline. That's your favorite. That's your favorite team, and we know your favorite coach is Dan Quinn. Oh dear God in heaven! What if he becomes the head coach for the Jets? Who Dan Quinn? Wow, yeah. Dan Quinn, head coach of the Jets. <laughs> hey, you know what though? It'll be a it'll be an upgrade to what they have now, and Dan Quinn's horrible. <laughs> Who is 
Adam Gase, right? Is that yeah. Oh, oh, true. Oh, I know all about that wandering eyed motherfucker. <laughs> but anyway, all right, we're on to the next one. We all got watched. Uh, yeah, next up was going to be the Thursday night game, uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Um, but this game was flexed to Sunday because, um, multiple Baltimore Ravens tested positive for COVID. Um, I don't know what a couple of days is going to change. If they're positive, they're positive. But I, none, nonetheless, I have Pittsburgh winning this and advancing to 11-0 and on the season. I also have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Baltimore is a good team. Unfortunately, they're not a great team. Pittsburgh is, without a doubt, the best team in the league. Despite what Stephen A. Smith says, I don't think they're overrated at all. I think that they are exactly who they are. They are the best team in the NFL, and... You know, we'll set. We'll, we can. We will see if Lamar Jackson can actually pull off the big win. But I really don't see it happening. So Pittsburgh wins it. Yeah, I'm gonna go Steelers. I mean, <laughs> there's no real point of going against them. And like, they're undefeated. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Uh. Can you imagine how, if anybody beats them this season, that that first loss, whoever beats them, they're going to be riding like this, just like cloud nine forever. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I mean, yeah, granted, I mean, they're going to beat them. And like, yeah, we stopped them for, be- for being undefeated. Like, okay, but chances are they're probably still going to have the better chance to win the Super Bowl than you are. So... What did that one victory really do aside to give you a momentum boost? You know, which hell, I've seen teams go from the sixth seed all the way to win the damn Super Bowl, so it can happen, you know. But we shall see. All right. Next up, we have, uh, we're going to bump over to the, the actual Sunday games. And we've got the Las Vegas Raiders at the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to go ahead and say right now. I got the Raiders winning this one. Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. I mean, are we going to ever like disagree on a mat on a game? I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, we've uh, disagreed on a few. Like it. It, it doesn't look like it so far, but uh, very possible that we could here in the near future. We said, <laughs> we said, tech, we said Texans, uh, Washington, Steelers, and all Raiders. Like we're four for four together right now. Right. Yeah. Uh. Next up, we got the L.A. Chargers at the Buffalo Bills. 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 <laughs> Fuck it. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we got the Giants at the Bengals. Giants. 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 <laughs> uh, we might have a little controversy on this one. Okay. Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. I've got Indy. Uh, I have... Oof. Let me think about that one. I wanted to say Titans, but the Colts' defense is really good at containing runs right now. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. 
I'm going with the Colts too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I'm going with the Colts because again they got they got some of the best offensive line. They do not they do not allow Philip Rivers to get sacked. Like I mean, they do a very good job of, of protecting him. Um, now Tennessee, they got now what's going to be the the key point for this game. Can the defense stop Derrick Henry? If they can stop Derrick Henry, limit him to a, to under 50 yards, I think that they have a good chance to win this game. Um, oh, I don't think they limit to him to. I don't think they limit him to 50. But if they can limit him to a hundred, then yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, they. I mean, their game plan really has. They're going to have to make Ryan Tannehill play like Aaron Rodgers or somebody like really 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 be the reason that that the Tennessee Titans win but we shall see all right next up we have the Carolina Panthers at the Minnesota Vikings hmm um I'm gonna go Panthers uh I'm gonna go Panthers as well uh and I need to know I, I don't have it I haven't heard um is PJ Walker starting again this week? Um, let me double check because I believe he is. Well, while you're looking that up, I'll go ahead and say I think Carolina's going to win this one too. Um, Teddy Bridgewater will return, but they have not decided if he's starter. Okay, so hey, just shout out to PJ it. Walker, man, for getting his first NFL win, man. He he, he damn deserved it. Oh, for sure. The XFL MVP deserved it. Give a fuck if the season got canceled. He's the MVP. Fuck it. I mean, that season's been more entertaining than this season, to be honest. <laughs> well, I hope, well, I hope Mr. Dwayne Johnson does a good job with that league once he once it gets back into full operation. All right, so... Uh, I mean, you got to think, with P.J. Walker, he went undrafted out of Temple. He was cut 12 times in the NFL, threw 15 touchdowns in the first five XFL games, and then got picked up by the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, uh, or what? What he did get hurt, right? Yeah, his knee. He hurt his knee. Yeah, uh, and then so they they tell PJ, "All right, Bubba, you're starting." And PJ literally goes out and wins his very first NFL start. In a shutout, by the way. Yeah, but it was, I mean, against, it, it was against Detroit. But um, he did. PJ Walker did throw two interceptions, though. Like he he did he did maintain the game well enough. Like I'm probably got that win. But uh, it's not like he went all out and like just straight up scored like four touchdowns on his own or anything. No, he didn't. But. Uh, uh, in the same sense that I said with Taysom Hill, uh, I, I think if they continue to ride the P.J. Walker train, you'll continue to see him get better. He'll progressively get better. Right. So we're so, all in agreement on Carolina, right? Yep. We have Correct. literally not disagreed on a game yet. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Arizona Cardinals at the New England Patriots. The Cardinals. Like, that's so easy. The Cardinals. Cardinals. <laughs> um, although I, I do find it funny that uh, they uh, they asked Stephon Gilmore who he uh, would be guarding 
this week? And he said, is that even a question? <laughs> you already know I'm going to be guarding D-Hop. This is going to be, no, no, this is, this is going to be a game because you got the best defense, because you got the best wide receiver versus the best defensive back, in my opinion. You know, I still to this day feel, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Patriots fan. You guys know that. Or Stephon Gilmore's a fuck, huh? Huh? Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but Stephon Gilmore's a bad motherfucker, and he's well deserving of being defensive player of the year. So, but go ahead. Let's continue. <laughs> Roger's going to be an asshole to me the whole time. Look, just because we gave you producer's credit don't mean you have to be a tyrant to me, motherfucker. Okay? I mean, we, we pushed back the podcast for you, and you're still late to your own setup time. Well, excuse me. I had a demonic daughter to try to put to sleep, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we got the Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. We're going to go ahead and say the Jets pick up their first win yeah, of the, the season. Yeah, the Jets. <laughs> you guys are dicks. Nah, I can't believe that. Last time Miami played the Jets, they shut them out 24 nothing. Miami. Can't leave you two alone for shit. <laughs> All right, I think that wasn't planned, though. <laughs> uh, but in serious, no, uh, the, the Dolphins. I mean, the Jets yeah. are not trying to win at all. Like they, they don't. They are. No they're way. truly tanking for Trevor. <laughs> Watch them not even like pick up a quarterback. Watch them pick up some like random corner or something like. What the fuck? What, but, but seriously though, I mean, if you're gonna, if you're the Jets, you pick up a fucking offensive lineman. I mean, they're very few and far between, but I mean. You can pick up a good off the hill. Orlando Pace was a number one pick. You know, he turned out to be a Hall of Famer. Why not? Uh, the current mock draft has them predicted to pick up Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville to pick up Justin Fields. Jesus Christ. Okay, first of all, Jacksonville literally has good quarterbacks right now. They do need they need to fix their offensive line too. Like these right. people are trying to immediately get like quarterbacks that apparently never get tackled somehow but like your offensive line is trash fix your offensive line like don't do stupid stuff you know and, most yeah. of the, and the hell I mean if you're gonna do that or at least you know if, if you know some big offensive lineman that's gonna be available in free agency yeah you can go after them but that's gonna cost you more than picking up somebody out of the draft that's why you draft like you just draft a bunch of offensive lines that are like I mean, you get a bunch of one or two years, and you get some uh, rookies, and you build them together. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yep. So. So just to, okay. So, so just so that I'm clear. <laughs> just so that I'm clear here. We all three said the Jets. The fuck we did. <laughs> I will drive over to your house right now with this beer bottle in my hand, and I will gut you like a motherfucking bitch. What I want to laugh about the most if we the Jets actually somehow win this game. Oh dear God! Oh that'd God! Be the, that'd be the worst feeling ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 not even I'm not gonna even show up to the podcast. I might just be like, hey, I'm phoning my shit in. Like this is it. Uh, I got the Bills winning this one. I got the Packers winning this one. Fuck the Jets. Fuck the Jets and fuck both of them. You know, <laughs> you know. Nah, I, would, nah, I wouldn't skip a podcast it, ever. You know, say, if, the Jets win, if the Jets win, Talon's going to quit. Yeah, for <laughs> real. 
I won't quit. I won't. Hey, hold on. I won't quit movement radio. But this whole, are you ready for some football? Like I ain't ready for this football shit no more. I'm ready for fantasy basketball to get started. By God, goat man, goat man. All right, all right, all right. Let's go, let's go. Come on. All right. So, so, but honestly, we we all picked Miami. Miami, um, yes. Next up, we got the the Cleveland Browns at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Browns. I I have the Browns as well. The Browns. All right. Are we all just going to pick the same one? I mean, all right, these games are pretty easy right now. That's these games are pretty easy, easy, yeah. This week, they've been really easy. Um, I mean, the Jets next, is going to be the upset, but... Yeah. Next up, we got the New Orleans Saints at the Denver Broncos. The Saints. The Saints. I, I also have the Saints. <laughs> uh San Francisco 49ers at the LA Rams. 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 <laughs> this is going to be a really short segment. This is very yeah, very short. Hey, it's going to be the short podcast episode. <laughs> we've only been we've only been recording for 18 minutes in this segment, so hopefully we have maybe we can draw it out a little bit with some tomfoolery at the end of it. We'll see. This is over <laughs> this is over an hour long though overall. Yeah, you go. Uh next up the Kansas City Chiefs at the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's see if we get this next one <laughs> all together. Is this one up in the air? Is that what you're asking? Ch- Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. The Packers. Packers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because because there's a part of me that wants to say Chicago can pull off an upset because it does. Yeah, Green Bay's playing great right now, but at the same time, Chicago does have the ability to pull off the. Who the fuck am I kidding? Green Bay. <laughs> I would say you do realize they're probably going to start Mr. Trubisky. So yeah, okay. I put that. There you go. Yeah, it's a Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and I didn't say it beforehand, but uh, the the Chicago Green Bay uh, game was the the Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I'm not sure where they put the, I know they flexed the um, Steelers Ravens game to Sunday, but I'm not sure what slot they put that in. They're I don't in know. One o'clock. Okay, they did flex it to a one o'clock. Not yeah. that. Well, I think technically like one fifteen, one thirty. So they're, but yeah, the one o'clock slot. Yeah, they should have made it main event. I do. Uh, I agree. They should. should have been main event. Absolutely. They should have made it the Thursday night fight. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, and our Monday nighter, we got the Seattle Seahawks at the Philadelphia Eagles. Seahawks. 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 So I think I think this is the very first episode where we all have agreed on every single pick. There was not one. There's not. There was not one contrary to anything. Everything was just straightforward. Sixteen straight games. I don't know about straightforward. I mean, there was a debate on that Miami Jets game. Will you shut the fuck up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna kick you in the dick when I see you. Anyway, 
All right. Well, now that that's all been said and done, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in this episode um, of the uh, Are You Ready for Some Football? Great picks. Uh, got a lot of cool things again coming down the pipe. From here. I know I say that every single fucking week. But we really do mean we do got a lot of cool things that we got coming up. Uh, we got more evening wids that are coming up, more rock retrospectives coming up. Um, and, and, and while we're on that subject, and I know this is a sports subject, but I got to say this: about a year ago, me and Chip uh, did a our did our uh, new metal band or new metal uh, album <laughs> retrospective and for whatever reason for whatever reason Roger completely utterly disagrees with it more he says that it was borderline heresy if I could if I might use that term um, so eventually whenever we get a chance to whatever whatever day we decide to do it we are going to have a follow-up episode where we compare my top 20, Chip's top 20, and his top 20. And I got a feeling that we're going to have some very heated conversation. So to let everybody know, this is all entertainment. It's all friendly. It's all, you know, we, we buddies, we friends, we bros and all that shit. But Roger, you're wrong. All right, I'm just going to tell you straight up right now. I'm sorry, I cannot. If, you, if, if, if System of a Down is in your top 10, I'm going to be a little bit upset. Well, they will be, so get used to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chip, anything you got? Anything you want to talk about coming down the pike? Uh, well, before we we bump into that, I do want to talk about the uh, the way too early 2021 mock draft. Here we go. Um, if the draft was to happen today, today. the lineup would be Jets... Jaguars, Bengals, Cowboys, Washington, Chargers, Giants, Falcons, Dolphins, Panthers, Lions, Vikings, Patriots, 49ers, Broncos, Bears, Dolphins, uh, Ravens, Eagles, Cardinals, Raiders, Bucks, uh, Colts, Browns, Jets, Green Bay, Titans, Buffalo, Jaguars, Kansas City, Saints, and um, Steelers. Okay. All right. It's definitely going to be uh, so the Jets will get two picks. Miami's getting two picks. Like, it's a whole it's a good couple of good teams. Get a couple picks. Um, right. Uh, right now they've got Trevor Lawrence tapped to go number one overall to the Jets. Justin Fields number two to the Jaguars. Uh, Penny Sewell to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Micah Parsons, the uh, offensive linebacker out of Penn State to the Cowboys. Zach Wilson, quarterback out of BYU to Washington. Does Washington need another fucking? Oh, oh God, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. So he doesn't leave when we say the Jets are going to win, but because quarterback or the Washington football team is going to take a quarterback, he leaves. Because I yeah. know you guys are fucking with me. I know are you guys though? are fucking with me. Are this we situation though? is unfuckable. Okay, I don't understand how 
in a logical, rational world, it makes fucking sense. Um, they're going to trade away Dwayne Haskins for future picks. He's going to go to the Jets, and then he's going to leave the Jets to uh, win over the Dolphins. <laughs> God, dumb. I know, right? Oh, uh, you are obsessed. Like, you go to sleep at night dreaming of ways. Like, how can I piss town off today? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, you're only gonna be really pissed when you find out Dan Quinn is gonna join the Dolphins coaching staff. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Why don't he? Why don't he go up there to Denver? He loves fucking with quarterbacks. I mean, you guys got two of them that you rotate all the time. Hell, at least we know who mine are. You don't know I which mean, one yours is going to have in the beginning of the week. One of them sick, one of them got kidney stone, whatever. My quarterback's <laughs> not been out that much. Your quarterback got benched after throwing a touchdown. You ain't had a good quarterback since so fucking... <laughs> you know what? I ain't going to go there. Peyton hey, Manning? Wait, yeah. hey, when was your last Super Bowl win? You mean the last time we had an undefeated season? How long ago was that? That was before Allen was even born. It was before I was born, yeah. It was before I was born. Oh, was that the last? Okay, so as far as your sports teams, like I know you're, I know you're a uh, a Broncos fan. Yes. Um, when? Okay, so your last champion. So your last champ was that the out of all your sports teams was that was that the last championship that you your sports teams have won? Um, let me think. Um, them, then Celtics, Yankees. Um. Rangers for hockey. Uh, I'm from New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, fuck. How the fuck are you? <laughs> you know what? I ain't saying shit because I. My, okay. You know what? I, I, I'll be a hypocrite if I if I criticize that because I can't say shit about it because my teams are all over the map too. Yeah. Yeah, but um, his aren't all over the map. Like he. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. New York and Denver are pretty far away, brother. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But that's the only oddball. Like you, fucking put on a blindfold and threw a dart in the map. <laughs> Look, in, in in baseball, I'm a Braves fan. In, ba- in 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 basketball, I'm a Grizzlies fan. I'm a Dolphins fan in football, and I'm a L.A. Kings fan in hockey. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was a fan of Wayne Gretzky's. <laughs> so not the Oilers. I didn't start. I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't watch uh, hockey back then when he was with the Oilers. I started watching it when he was with the Kings. That was not even his best years. It may not have been his best years, but he they they said he was the great one. So okay, cool. I got the great one on my team. You know. But I mean, okay. You know. I mean, <laughs> I'm a Rockets fan, a Texans fan, an Astros fan, and a Preds fan. Right. Well, you're a Preds fan because Houston doesn't have a hockey team. That is correct. <laughs> Which is kind of weird now to think about it. What's that? That Houston doesn't have a hockey team. I mean, they have every other sport. They even have rugby and soccer. Yeah, I'm a Sabercats fan, by the way. Yeah, I'm a... And a Dynamo fan. Hey, do, you still, do you still wear that shirt? <laughs> oh, yeah, I wear that shirt. Oh, yeah. They have good colors. I like the yeah. the orange. Like the MLB, I'm an, I mean, Atlanta United. That'd be my team for MLS. Uh, for MLS, I'm a Seattle Sounders fan. That's like the really far out team, but I just love their color scheme and they're ridiculous. Like, they have a lot of Columbia players too and also their ridiculous stadium. Right. 
So the last, uh, so, so the last championship did, that you celebrated, that was one of your teams, was probably the Sounders. Actually, I think they won a couple years ago. Yeah, mine would. I think, I think mine. I think mine was. I think mine was 2014 when the Kings won the Stanley Cup. I think it was the last time one of my favorite teams won anything. And then Chip, like, like what you said earlier, 2018 with the uh, Astros winning the World Series. 17. 17, yeah. Yeah. So we all, so we all, we, we all experienced at least some championship victory in our life. <laughs> I mean, I've experienced a few. Well, well, a few, yeah. I mean, the Braves won in '95. Uh, I'm a Hurricanes fan, and so 2001, Chip had his in 2005 or 2004. Where? Uh, Texas. When they had the the Rose Bowl game, where oh yeah, to me is one of the greatest uh, damn college football games I ever watched in my life. It's the greatest college football game ever. Oh, um, uh, the, no, te- the Texas USC uh, Rose Bowl. Yeah, it's hard to find one that was better than that. Boise State versus Oklahoma. Who? Boise State versus Oklahoma. Bullshit. Yes, that, no, no, bullshit. That game was only good because of the trick play at the end. That was the only reason why that game was, was considered memorable. Adrian Peterson was running up and down that field. He was making it excited by seeing him play, and then Boise State comes out out of nowhere with some bullshit that wins. Okay, 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 time out, time out. Okay, you even said it, you even said it yourself that he won with some bullshit. Well, yeah, anytime you do get, anytime you do trick plays, it's bullshit whether you win or not. Okay, but you can't sit there. Okay, that that makes a, a caveat. Game. No, that, no, that, that a makes game. a caveat. You say okay, you can't in one breath say it's a good game and then it's bullshit that that they got a touchdown on a trick play. At least with the Texas USC game, both of those teams went back and forth. And fucking damn near uh, Reg- killed each other. You know that I mean? Reggie Bush push was some bullshit. <laughs> that fake Vince Young knee was some bullshit. Don't come out me with no that every no, 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 game no. has some if bullshit. Any, no, no, time out, time out. If anybody, if any of the one of the three of us can talk about some bullshit, is me. Okay, that fucking pass interference call in the fucking uh, Sugar Bowl game between Miami and you uh, know in, in Ohio State. Do I really need to go through that in two thousand and two? Do I really need to go down that road? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Go down that road. <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, man. I ain't that mad about it. I mean, I have. I mean, the Miami uh, the uh, Miami Hurricanes. Sure you're not great mad about it. The Miami Hurricanes had one of the greatest college football teams of all time. So, I mean, that, that 2001 Miami uh, Hurricanes team. So I got a question. How many? How, how many Hall of Famers? How many uh, first round picks? How many? You know, great players came out of that. Uh, came out of that. Uh, just out of that. Just my God, Willis McGahee, Najee Davenport, Andre Johnson, fucking Clinton Portis, Frank Gore, Jared Payton, uh, Vernon Carey. Like so many great. Jeremy that, Shockey. Oh God, Jeremy Shockey, Joaquin Gonzalez, fucking uh, uh, Roscoe Parrish, Antrell Rowe, Mike Rump, DJ Williams, Ed fucking Reed, the greatest hurricane of all time. Not my opinion. Greatest hurricane of all time. Uh, you know, and Sean Taylor, God rest that man's soul. I wish to God he was still in the NFL. Wish to God he was still playing. I wish to God he was still alive. Uh, you know, Philip Cannon was there. Also, Roger McIntyre, Jonathan Velma, Jamal Green, Vince Wilford, probably one of the best, most underrated players in the history of the NFL and college football. Uh, Jerome McDougal. I mean, we had a stacked team that nobody can fucking handle, you know? 
And I do think if you took like the four greatest college football teams of all time, which they've already determined the Mount Rushmore of college football teams, is the 2001 Miami team, the 2004 Texas team, the 2007 Florida Gators team, and the 2013 Ohio State team. Think about if those four teams went into a playoff. Come on. That would be the that would be that would be the year that we would all praise college football as the greatest thing that ever happened to sports. Like that would be amazing. I can't sit there and say that that Gator team because of whatever. That 2000. Well, regardless of what, how he played in the NFL, he still fucking killed it in college. He only killed it in college because he let it kill in college. Wait, what? Who are, we're talking about Tim Tebow. Yes. When Tim Tebow had Riley Cooper and Aaron Hernandez and Percy Harvin, like when he had, and he had dude, like he was killing it then, man. You yeah, because he was throwing it four yards down the field and let his receivers do all the work. Okay, whether or not you want to agree with how he did it, the fucking the, the team got it done. Okay, so until so they can do some bullshit to be considered good, but. You know, <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not at my house getting wet over some Mountain West team. I mean, seriously. I'm sorry that this Mountain West team beat one of the top ten college teams that year. Well, it was Oklahoma. What do you expect? Uh, I mean, they're still one of the powerhouses still to this day. I mean, that that is true. That is true. <laughs> um, but I mean, on a side note, you do realize the team Tebow was voted the greatest college quarterback ever, right? Which is bullshit. I mean, you they, want, they want to jack him off all he wants, but come on. Leave your favorite quarterback alone. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, did my favorite oh. quarterback go to the playoffs more than your team did while he was playing? Who was your favorite quarterback? He's talking about Tim Tebow. That, that Yeah, Roger's favorite quarterback. I mean, I mean he took us to the playoffs. He's been to the playoff more times than the Dolphins have the last 10 years. Hey, 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 watch your damn language. I got my daughter in front of me. Because <laughs> uh, I look back on your guys' history. You guys have only been to the playoffs the last two times in uh, 15 years. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Says the guy who has system of a down in his top five. I mean, don't be mad at me because the Jets about to beat your team. Hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to have my back. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this what y'all wanted to talk about earlier? This diabolical scheme to somehow piss me off? You know, we can talk about it once we get off the podcast, but <laughs> right now this is just fun for making us wait. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. I, um, I found out, did you guys know that Houston has an ultimate frisbee team? Yes, it's like one of those random, like, there's like seven, no, there's eight teams, I think, in that league. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those weird sports that they put on on ESPN at like four in the morning. Yeah, they have (laughs) the Houston Mud Turtles. Yes, that's the greatest sports. I'm looking at that league right now. Hold on. Wait, what's the name of the league? Ultimate Frisbee League. Oh, yeah. Not Ultimate Fighting Championship. Wait, does Knoxville have one? Oh, it's the 
alt is the American Ultimate Disc League. Sorry. All right. So we have the San Diego Growlers, Los Angeles Aviators, the San Jose Spiders, Seattle Cascades, New York Empire, Toronto Rush, DC Breeze, Montreal Royale, the Philadelphia Phoenix, the Ottawa Outlaws, Indianapolis Alley Cats, the Pittsburgh Thunderbirds, the Chicago Union, Minnesota Windchill, Madison Radicals, Detroit Mechanics, that's uh, Mechanics built with an X, um, the Dallas Roughnecks, the Raleigh Flyers, the Atlanta Hustle, Tampa Bay Cannons, and the Austin Soul is the uh, American Ultimate Disc League teams. Wow. They also, hey, there's also a Major League Ultimate, which is also a Frisbee team, although it's it's non-existent. It, it ceased operations in 2016. Okay, hold on. I'm doing a count on the teams in this uh, Disc League. There's 21 teams. It's not even a balance... Yeah. Not, there's no balance like what is that no <laughs> what the hell is that oh my gosh um, there's, also yeah. a premier, there's also a premier ultimate league it started oh, no. in 2019 and folded in 2019 no no it didn't fold I'm sorry yeah it's still around it is so, a professional women's ultimate frisbee league so look at uh, listen to this the American ultimate disc league announced a two year deal with Fox Sports to bring ultimate games across the Fox across all Fox Sports in 2020 and 2021 Oh wow! Okay. okay. So they got they got picked up. That's okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And then there's a the Premier Ultimate League. It's also they have the Atlanta Soul, the Austin Torches, the Indianapolis Red, the Median, as in Median Columbia, as in like what Median, like the Median Cartel. Medellin. What is Medellin, this? What? Yeah. Is what league is this? Re- it's Revolution. What team is this? Oh, what league is this? The Premier Ultimate League. The Milwaukee Monarchs, the Minnesota Strike, the Columbus Pride, the DC Shadow, the Nashville Nightshade, the New York Gridlock, the Portland Rising, and the Raleigh Radiants. All right. Then. Viva la resistance. <laughs> but 2020, this? the season was canceled due to COVID, so. Well, of course. Uh, the Medellin Revolution is a uh, sports club was created 16 years ago by Mauricio Moore, who was a dedicated coach, who, who thanks to his constant directional directionality, that's not a real word, uh, made Revolution <laughs> one of the best teams in the world, current 11 consecutive year national champion in Colombia. It's probably because they're the only team in Colombia. I'm gonna stop scratching on my chair. Each year, their players make the sport possible in the way they go beyond their limits. Revolution is a co-founder and current champion of the Premier Ultimate League, a dream come true that values. Also, oh, they're co-founding also the league. That's so dumb. Ow! Run us! Scratch me! Don't touch my mic, man! Don't touch my mic. <laughs> Brenda, I will punch you. Who, who you gonna punch? Who? <laughs> I said punch. 
single punches. A cat. My cat, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, Wrap cut her up. off. Yep. Right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, y'all stay tuned. Go check out the uh, check out podpage.com slash movement radio. Uh, we got to check out all of our archives and things like that. Make sure you check out storefrontier.com for the latest uh, movement radio merch. We've got a couple cool uh, shirts coming out soon. Um, be on the lookout for the new Evening With episodes. The new rock retrospective that's going to be coming out. Um, again, uh, make sure you uh, follow Chip on the Mission 22 program that he's going on. Uh, still hitting push-ups, still getting it in, and um, for a great worthy cause. And um, thank you guys so much. We hope you, each and every single one of you have a great Thanksgiving and enjoy the games on Thursday and on Sunday. Um, shout out to all of our friends who are in this endeavor alongside us. Jaden Newman with How You Take It Wrestling. You want to say something? <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Say something. Don't look at me like that. You want to talk, talk? Go ahead. Oh, you ain't got nothing to say. Nothing. Love you. Anyway, now she'll say something as soon as I start. Um, that being said, though, again, how do you take your wrestling with Jaden Newman? Chat with Gunner with Gunner Miller. Um, our good buddies over at the Turn the Buckle podcast. Shout out to Sick and Human Victims with Dan Wilson and Chronic Conversations with Jerry and Jennifer. Uh, thank you guys so much again. Have a great Thanksgiving. Chip, let's hit him with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, and click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. I am Chip Hazard. I am Tyron Williams. And I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. We out. This is Movement Radio.